everyone. Welcome to another episode of Grand Advice by Good Monster. I'm your host, John Timmerman. Thank you so much for watching. If you didn't watch last episode or listen to it, it was on the halo effect. It was a short chat about what the halo effect is um, and how those judgments affect your brand and your business. So go check it out on our YouTube channel, on LinkedIn, or on your favorite podcasting platform. So today's episode, as you can see, is about trying to find good candidates for, mar for, for manufacturing uh, positions, open positions. Now, if you're in the manufacturing or industrial industry, you know how hard it is to find good, qualified candidates for trade positions in today's economic landscape. And the reason is because our, the past generation, my generation, the millennials and centennials, have been groomed to look at manufacturing as kind of dark and dirty and they're looking at higher tech opportunities or kind of you know um, more attractive opportunities in tech and software. It's just kind of sexier, right? So if you're trying to hire for manufacturing positions, it's really, really hard. It's not as easy as just putting a job out there, getting a bunch of applicants, and then picking the most qualified ones. And especially if you need somebody who's certified in a particular trade, it's even harder. So there's a couple of things that that we at Good Monster here have as suggestions because we work with manufacturers and industrial companies in trying to get their, their talent pool built up. So one is definitely find your local trade schools and have a good relationship with them. Most manufacturing companies already have this, but if you, ha if you don't yet, find your local you know, BOCES here in, in New York uh, or whatever your local trade school is, contact them, tell them what you're looking for, and see if you can open up a pipeline. The same thing goes for universities and high schools. Now, now because this is such a, a, a widespread problem, there are agencies, there are organizations that are trying to fix this. So the first thing is make sure you search locally for an organization that is trying to do the same thing, trying to open up a pipeline of education from high school students, college students, and trade schools to identifying good opportunities for them. Now, we're gonna talk about the real problem here. The real problem, and I'm gonna sound like a broken record because I always talk about this, but it's brand. The brand of manufacturing is outdated. The brand of manufacturing is dark, dirty, long hours, hard, and not to say that it's not in certain circumstances, but what the industry as a whole has to do is make sure high school students and younger and parents really understand that some of the highest paying, most attractive and fun positions can be in manufacturing. You're doing 3D printing. Uh, you're doing a, a lot of work that's being done by machines. Now that's a whole other conversation about workforce dwindling because of technology, but for, for people who are really looking for a really good opportunity uh, and college maybe isn't the right fit, trade and manufacturing jobs can give you a really good income in fact, some studies or data shows that manufacturing jobs, people in manufacturing jobs make anywhere from 25 to 50% more revenue, more income than non-manufacturing jobs, which is a crazy statistic if you think about it. We're all groomed to go to college. And by the way, college is great. College is perfect for some jobs, but for some people, they don't need to or it's not a good fit. So if, the, if money is the ter determinant, if you're looking at college, like I have to go to college in order to make money, that's not always the case. 
There's a lot of really good manufacturing jobs out there that could pay as much or more as if you're coming out of college with a, with a particular degree going into another profession. So now that we know that the brand is the issue, let's talk a little bit about how your company can work to change that. Now, when we talk about digital marketing or marketing in general, there's a lot of opportunities to get in front of your potential workforce. Now, you might not be thinking of marketing as the way to go about this, but if you're gonna change the brand and change people's mind, that is where you have to start. You have to start with showing people the opportunities. So we're gonna talk about two different groups of people. We have seasoned veterans, people who've been in the workforce for five, 10, 15 years, and how you might be able to get them to come over and apply for your job. And then we're gonna talk about more entry level, young, high school, trade school, college, aged, and how you're gonna get them to be attracted to a potential manufacturing job. Now with the seasoned veterans, you're, you're gonna to have to realize where they're spending their time, right? They're not spending their time on, on social media platforms like Instagram or Snapchat or anything like that, okay? You're gonna to wanna to focus on Facebook because no matter what area you're in, geographical area, <clears throat> your workforce is on Facebook. They might not tell you they are, but they are. So this is especially true in more rural areas because they're not on these more, t these more advanced social media platforms they're spending their time on Facebook still. So Facebook and YouTube are really the two most efficient places that you can spend your time trying to change people's mind about potentially, uh, potentially applying to your position. Now you can run Facebook ads. I don't mean just posting on Facebook. Let me be clear. Not just posting on Facebook or posting on YouTube. Running ads specifically explaining why your job is attractive. So running them on Facebook, you can get highly targeted. In some cases, you can even target the people who are certified in specifically what you need by targeting the organizations that certify them. And on YouTube, a great way to do this is to target videos that you think that they're gonna be watching. So you can kind of make assumptions. By the way, you can go back to my last episode on the halo effect to try to use that to, to make some of these assumptions. But you can make assumptions if somebody is a blue collar worker, um, you know, they have 15 years experience working with their hands, you can make assumptions based on data that they might be more likely to work on their cars, to, uh, to be you know, a builder or working with wood or carpentry or steel. Um, they might be interested in these types of things. So you can make assumptions based on data to target as a way to, to, um, to kind of prospect, but then you can also set um, retargeting based on the websites that they're visiting and the videos that they're watching on YouTube. So basically, you can target whatever they're interested in and make sure that next time they go onto YouTube, a little pre-roll ad shows up before the YouTube video explaining and showing why your job position is highly attractive, pays a lot, has great training, and it will start to change people's perspectives. Now, that is the seasoned veteran. Facebook and YouTube ad targeting is a great way, it's relatively low cost, to try to increase the brand. Now, there's other things like billboards, local billboards are great um, because it still builds brand awareness. Um, it all depends on the budget you have, but Facebook, highly efficient right now, YouTube, pretty efficient right now. Billboards, 
effective, maybe a little bit more money. So you have to just see what kind of budget you have. But those three areas are great. The, ver the last one I'm going to talk about is SEO. Now, if you're changing the brand, that means people are going to go search for you on Google or Bing. Now, don't start here. You don't want to start with SEO. And if you've been listening to me for a while, you know, even though we handle SEO here at Good Monster, it's not the first place to start. Change the brand, get people interested so that when they go search for you, they can find you. So after those three things, then you want to focus on getting your job descriptions listed high on Google and in some cases, the job sites. Now let's shift focus over to the younger demographic entry level. Now I talked about that you should already go to your local trade schools and universities and, and make sure you're opening up a line of communication. But if you're going to attract the younger demographic, you have to realize you're going to do it in today in 2019, you're going to do it with storytelling. Storytelling and social proof are the two ways that you're going to attract talent. Storytelling, meaning videos, high quality videos showing the stories of the people that work in your particular uh, organization. Telling a story of a young high school student or post high school student or coming out of trade school or a college graduate that just got a job and how fast they're advancing, how great of a life they're building, what does their family life look like, they're having fun, maybe they're about to buy a house. You need to show them those things so that they know it's possible if they don't decide to go to college. And you need to distri distribute those video content, those, those pieces of video content on places like Instagram, on places like YouTube, doing the YouTube pre-roll ads. And you need to distribute that content using Instagram ads YouTube ads, Snapchat ads. This is where the centennial demographic and under are spending their time. So you need to make sure you're getting that story in front of them in the places that they're spending their time. Okay. So this is how you're going to change the brand here. A billboard isn't going to do it for this demographic. Okay. So now that you understand how to target them and the stories to tell them, you're going to want to make sure you use your budget to decipher which platforms are working best, um, making sure you, you have your website analytics team measuring where they're coming from and then fine tune that budget. The next thing is social proof. Now we talked a little bit about that in the video showing another young job, uh, uh, another young employee going through their life and how good of a life it is. That's showing social proof. That's telling somebody who's watching that, hey, this, I, can, I can be like that too. This can be my life also. But then all of your young employees, you need to tell stories about them. They might not want to, but you have to tell stories. It doesn't have to be in video if they're not comfortable being on video. It might just be a picture that you take of them and then uh, you you write in the text you know, below the Instagram ad or whatever it might be, write in the text their story. But you need to show other people that are finding success in that position that is the only way you're going to get an entry level student or postgraduate student to buy into this opportunity. It's the only way. Storytelling and social proof. Now, once that's there, then they'll go onto Google, they'll search the job opportunities, or maybe they'll go directly to your job link through an ad. Either way, you're driving traffic. So it's simple, really, but it's very hard. Simple in that. We have to change the perspective of the opportunity in a manufacturing or industrial position. 
You need to change the perspective. Now, if you have a local coalition of companies, that's fantastic because you can all pool together, maybe even pool financial resources to be able to change the perspective um, it, of, of your local or regional community. But changing that perspective through branding, through video, through images, through stories, through social proof is the way that you're going to change that uh, uh, needle. You're going to move the needle. That's it, everyone. Thanks for watching or listening to another episode of Grand Advice by Good Monster. If you liked this episode, make sure you like the episode. That means if you're watching this on YouTube or LinkedIn or Facebook, click the like button. It shows uh, those platforms that this is popular and it will show it to more people who might find this helpful. You can also subscribe to one of those platforms um, and you can subscribe if you're listening to this on a podcast so that you get all of our episodes in your inbox uh, and you can listen to them while you're on your way to work or the gym or wherever it is you listen to your podcasts uh, daily. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time.